to this very special on location oh. episode of Two Tribes podcast. We are talking to you from a train careering towards London at 125 miles an hour for the After Dark podcast meetup. Meeting the boys, the box of toys, lock up your girls. <laughs> or as I said before, lock up your brides. Lock up your brides. And we are champions of Europe Oosh. my magic gut <laughs> does it again let's talk about six baby let's talk about you and me go ahead cloppy lamb oh what an absolute um, right well I'll t- very quickly tell you my brief story of the final and then you can tell us your story of the final because yep. yours is a- oh someone's just died in the toilet um, so I was driving a train and missed it. Uh, I then spent two hours in a taxi, uh, travelling back to Liverpool, crying my eyes out, watching all the clips. I then got home at about one o'clock in the morning, watched the game, uh, the best bits anyway, and then watched all the stuff after the game. Um, Watched Jordan Henderson hugging his dad. Um, And... Drank half a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> went to bed at about half two in the morning. And then we seen the homecoming. We went to the Queen's Drive at the top. The, the boys went through uh, at about five mile an hour, which was considerably slower than the last time we went to a, a homecoming. But just what an absolute atmosphere. I'm still buzzing. I still get emotional when I think about it. I still fill up. Mm. So where, where did you watch the game? Well, unfortunately, it was my 20th anniversary on the Sunday. So when it looked like Liverpool weren't going to get to the final, I didn't even give it a thought, actually. I've totally forgot about when the final was. I'd booked a trip to Paris for me and the missus. A little secret escape. And it was only when Liverpool got to the final I realised, oh, shite, I'm already booked for that day. So um, I gave it a surprise, said we were going to Paris on the condition that obviously the Saturday night we'll be going to a pub and watching the game. Which she obviously agreed to. We um, found a nice little Irish pub, got some seats there about 40 minutes before kick-off and um, goes to the bar, pint of cider and a glass of lemonade please. Garçon. Uh, there you go sir. You doesn't sound very Irish to me. It was uh, six, just under 16 euros. So goes back to the table, tells myself to drink up quick, we'll find us somewhere else. What was the expensive bit of that? Was it the cider? Or was it the lemonade? It was like 10 euros a pint. Yeah. Seven, seven no. quid a pint? No, it's not that much. Oh. Yes, please, thank you. Full compliments to the chef. Um, so as we're walking out, 
I just think, do you know what, by our hotel there's a little supermarket, we'll just go and get some beer and a bottle of wine and we'll just watch it in the hotel. So I lay on the bed in the hotel next to my beautiful wife, <laughs> uh, watching the game. Unfortunately French commentary but it took a little bit away from it but Football is the international language, isn't it? You, just, you don't need commentary. I think love is the international we, language. Well, a little bit of love making went on afterwards, so I say. <laughs> Should we Jordan? <laughs> Emptying your innards as a Riga scores. <laughs> um, so, the French commentary, did they... Um, it was, you could definitely, I, I mean, I'm not fluent French, I know a few words, but you could definitely tell the commentators were, were siding towards Tottenham. This has not been me and, oh, Liverpool fans, always the victims, uh, but you could definitely tell from the commentary that when Tottenham were on the attack, they were a lot more excited than when Liverpool were on the attack. So, you missed the homecoming because you're in Cape We were Paddy. still away, yeah. Um, was that it done? Did you not see any other no report? There was, there was no, I tried to watch pages. No, tried to watch the news channels on the French uh, French telly. Nothing, no no coverage at all. Um, on the news, obviously on the sports section, it was on for about thirty seconds. They basically just saying, "Oh yeah, by the way, Liverpool won the, the uh, European Cup." But you could definitely tell the French stuff like the English because whenever you go away to Spain or whatever and you go watch the telly there's always a couple of English channels there might be a Sky News channel or a BBC News there was absolutely nothing there wasn't one English channel so no I had to catch up and everything when I got home uh, So, but it was good because I went through the emotion again isn't it just pure emotion like 20 years ago you wouldn't have men crying everywhere no, it was, no, now it everyone's just crying Everyone's crying now and hugging each other. Yeah. The Anfield rap, listening to them, they were crying. Yeah. People are just crying with joy. See Klopp crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henderson crying. Milner crying. Milner. Oh, what well, a beautiful man. That was man. one trophy one he was after. Well, did you see um, on the parade he stopped at a Hillsborough victim's yeah, yeah. house to show off the trophy yeah. to him that through the window? Yeah, it was amazing that. Yeah, I read that. Stuff like that just makes you go all a bit more emotional, yeah. doesn't it? It was class. So, I mean, after the the immediate effect after the final is we've let two players go. Uh, which, yeah. And I, I'm made up with the reaction that the fans have given because there's been no bad blood. They've all sort of wished them well in the future, which is the way it should be. At the end of the day, they've been past the squad for X amount of years. Um, Sturridge has got more stick than Moreno, I think, because he's been, on the, been injured all the time. But, you know what, how can you help injuries? I'm sure if he was fitted to play. Yeah. Storage is arguably one of our, could have been one of our greatest strikers. Yeah. Some of the, that goal he scores um, with the outsider, is it Seville in the UEFA Cup final where we ended up getting, we went in 1 0 at half time and got beat 3 1. Um, Klopp's first final. From the edge of the box, outside of the booth, bang. Mm. Stunning. Yeah, I mean, is, is obviously, is. Highlights were playing with um, Gerard and Suarez. That was when he was at his best. And a lot of a lot of fans are saying that um, you know he was only playing well then because of who he was playing with. You know, he, better playing with better players making a better player, which is right. But it's not his fault if. Ah. We're on the whiskey now, you strange bastard.
Um, yeah, so that was mine. Came back home. <laughs> That's looking how far is it? Because my space. Oh, we're on the whiskey now. We've had a couple of uh, hobgoblins. Give me that cup before we get to London. Thanks, mate. See you, pal. Promise to set them all up for you. Well, so we've got rid of two players. We're bringing in four. Yeah, I mean, Michael like was saying there, I'd like. I'd love to get the Liverpool fan would love to get Dillis, especially after last night's performance. I never saw it, but he scored. Apparently, he was immense next to Van Dyke. Cheers, fella. Who's, who's your football team? Mama, I'm not watching. I'm not, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't have time for Oh, you can be a Liverpool fan then. Yeah, yes? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dillis, definitely. I'd love to get him. He should be our main target this season, I think. Even though. We need Gomez. We, we do need it. two strikers, though. Surely. I mean, even though Origi scored, you know, he's only played 90 minutes of football or something ridiculous. Yeah. I know. I think he played more than that. We definitely need cover. I mean, before he's done what he's done in the, the uh, Barcelona game in the final, I think most fans would be quite happy for him to have gone. He's never now not he's scored. He's now never, he's no, no. He's but, never not pulled his strike out. But everyone's team. always said he's not a Liverpool player. He's not. He's not. He's just not the calibre we need. And now I think them two goals he scored have all had a change of heart and they're quite happy for him to be the new Davy Fairclough coming off at the bench and I mean, being a super sub. He's, he's, he's got to be on over on the grand the week or something. Well, it just depends if he wants that, that level of football. Now, can't he? I'd like him to stay. He's earned the right. I, I, you're, you're not going to get many players at that calibre who are going to be happy to sit on the bench and sit down and die at the time. If you go for a world-class striker, he's not going to want to come in and be a bench. Warmer. So we sell him on. What are we looking at? Fifty million, thirty million, seventy million. I think fifty plus. Fifty plus for what he's. Peter Beardsley was one point nine million, and he's still my barometer. Poor Peter. <laughs> Just eating his egg sandwiches. In his buffer buffer coat. <laughs> oh bless. Now. Um, we are, we're about 20 minutes, 30 minutes from London, so do we want to record what we'll do for this episode, because it's a European Cup special. Um, six times, baby. We're talking about the six European Cup wins, um, we're talking about the teams, the results, and also the, mat- the, the, the songs, and a bit of telly, as we do normally, and they are making it into... The playlist. Yeah. The rock and what do I call it? The rock and gold years. Uh, are you tra- trying to trademark something that happened 30 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> People must have forgot about it. That, Everyone, rock, that rock and gold years seems it used to be on. Everyone who watches it's dead now. <sighs> so have we got time, do you reckon? Can we get one in, can't we? Yeah, go ahead. So first one. 1977. The Russia Munchenglad back. Keegan. Uh, is still in the team. Uh, Callie, Ian Callahan, still in the team. Yeah. Tommy Smith, still in the team. Yeah, did remember the jokes? Uh, who's the most unpopular player at, the, at that game? No, not that. Let's start again. Who's the most unpopular fan at that game? Go ahead. The one who goes, give us a B. 
but so like if there was a station stop between here and London, you'd be getting on. Yeah, give us a beat. So yeah, the quarterfinals we played since Etienne. That's the famous semi-final, quarter-final. Yeah, we could, the first leg we got beat one 0 Bethany in the seventeenth minute. We're holding on to the seventeenth minute, and then obviously in the second leg, smashed them three-one. And Super Sub needs to do what he does. Yeah, Keegan we... scores a stunning cross, which basically went in. I think his Pam did that cross. <laughs> I don't think Keegan did it. We had Keegan Kennedy and obviously Fairclough in 84th. Bethany got another goal. Bethany on the 50th minute. So he didn't do himself. Oh, someone going for a poo. Let's <laughs> close the door, love. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we won that game 3-2 on Agrius, which took us the, the semis against Zurich. I First leg. Don't they make washing machines? There's a new seat. Oh. <laughs> Close. Uh, Zurich, yeah. Uh, first leg, we beat them 3 1. They got off to a flyer with a receipt penalty after six minutes. Ooh. And then Phil Neal got a couple and Stevie Highway. Phil Neal. I think he's our most decorated player, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, did he have a. His record of penalties was immense, wasn't he? Yeah. He only missed a couple, didn't he? I don't even know if he missed any. Uh, second leg, Liverpool battered them 3 0. Jimmy Case got a couple, and Keegan. The aggregate 1 6 victory. To get us through to the final. Against. Borussia Mönchengladbach. Easy for you to say. <laughs> Give us a B. You're like Stato. Uh, McDermott 28 minutes, Smith 64, and another Neil penalty 82 minutes. And what that is a famous bit of commentary that from the corner, Tommy Smith scores the header, and it's it, 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 what a delighted scorer! It's Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith. Keegan runs through, gets brought down, penalty. Yeah. Who scores the penalty? It's Neil. In the final. Yeah, Phil Neil. Yeah. And that basically wins us. You know, because we're, we're home and dry, 82 minutes, 3-1 up. And I love to celebrate and at the end of that one where they're all like, you're just in the 70s, everyone just used to jump yeah. in the air. Yeah, just arms in the air and like, jump. I shouldn't really be so, I shouldn't really be this excited, so I'm just going to throw my hands in the air. Just got to jump. Yeah. Um, that season, Liverpool also won the league. Boom. They beat Manchester City by one point. So Man City maybe used to be all right. How many tell them how many points though? Because it, when it's when it's two points for the season, yeah. Like, Liverpool won on fifty-seven points. Fifty-seven. So points. Obviously, City on fifty-six points. We had that by November this season. <laughs> uh, do you want to do the music? Yeah, let's keep them all together. Yeah. So number one, as you're going on the train to to go on your epic journey to the final and all that palaver. The number one was Rod Stewart. I don't want to talk about it. And it's a double A. Yeah. I, I haven't put the double A. The first cut is the deepest. The first cut is the oh, deepest. That's a classic. I might have to put that in. I'm putting that in. I'll, I'll amend it. Um, 
Tell us about the footy. To tell you mean? That's what I mean, yeah. These whiskeys are going right, your man. Big Hampstead. Nice people. In 1977, we're watching a Citizen Smith. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, no, it's Life of Girls. It's Life of Girls. Yeah, it was, well, it was a John Sullivan programme uh, with Robert Lindsay, Wolfie. And he's still quoted and commented on now, Wolfie. People of a certain age. He was um, taken off Che Guevara, wasn't he? He's like a, a unionist. Yeah. Uh, also, they're watching Robin's Nest with oh. Richard O'Sullivan. And the, the old fellow with one arm, one hand, didn't he? Remember Did him? He? The chef, the old chef in his in his cafe. No. Yeah, he only had one hand. Did he? Yeah. Oh. He should have said no doddy. <laughs> um, that was a spin-off of what did I say before? Telling not telling John. Oh, um, oh, I can see them. Like she's George Mildred. George and Mildred. Because he used to be their flatmate, and then this was a spin-off of it. Yeah. <laughs> And one of my favourite programmes growing up was it The Professionals. Do you remember that? Bodie and Doyle. I know it, but I don't remember watching CI, it. It was a CI5, which was obviously a fictional take-off of the MI5. Um, George Burns was the boss. George Burns. George Burns? With the big cigar? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. George Cole. Is it George? Oh, no, they used to mind that. George Clooney? George someone. No, an old Scottish fella. George Harrison? No, George. Oh, Scottish fella. George Shankin. Anyway. To see you. And it was Martin Sheen. You must be about Lewis seven, Collins. Seven foot tall, son. Go out and solve that crime. Yeah, it was some things. <laughs> go ahead, well, we're stuck at Berkhamstead. So let's go on to 78. Oof. Okay. So that was Paisley's first European Cup. First. Paisley. And the clubs. Three European Cups. Oh, let's just say that's just... Monstrous. So the following year, 1978. Keegan is gone. Cali is retired. Tommy Smith's retired. Did you want to do the teams now? No, well, no, not that. Well, <sighs> so this was obviously at Wembley, the final. The quarterfinals against Benfica. First leg, we beat them 1 0. 1 uh, 2. Uh, no. Nene, Nene scored first, so we came from behind. To win 2 1 with Case and Big Emlyn Hughes. Oh, Emlyn Hughes. The only captain to lift two trophies, two European Cups. And the second leg, we snotted them 4 1. Now, again, just very briefly, this European Cup, this version, you only had to play four teams to get to the final and yeah. win it. So it basically is what, seven games of football? No, nine games of football, nine. something like that. Whereas you look at it now, six games of football just to get off the group stages. Yeah. It's all players and group stages and everything. So go ahead, fresh um, on, as Claire Rainey used to say. So the second leg, uh, we had Callahan, Dalgleish, McDermott, and Neil. Yeah. To get us to the semis against last year's finalist, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Give us a B. You're not gonna. This carriage isn't joining in. Yeah, I think half of them are dead, but. Um, yeah, so first leg like, beats them 2-1. Oh no, sorry, they beat us 2-1, that's right. So they've got revenge. They've, uh, they're all going home happy. We've got them in the bag. Hans and Bonoff scored for them and Johnson for us. Uh, second leg, we turned it round at Anfield 3-0. Mm. 
Kennedy, Dalgleish and Case to become victors 4-2 on Agres. Took to the final against Club Bruges. Now, when you look at the, the um, capacities of some of the stadiums, especially in the, the finals we've been in, this had over 90,000 in at Wembley. Yeah. Massive. That, and that is fitting for a, a final. Well, the default in the previous year, 77, with the Stadio Olimpico in Rome, it held 52,000. Which is a good number, but nine, over 90,000 is better. Mm. So surely all these finals should only be in that tier of stadium. Yeah, well, we've seen it this year, haven't we? All the, the fans that did, couldn't get tickets because of all the corporates. All the corporate tickets again, never so the this proper was fans on getting. Oh. Hello. Bienvenue. Hey, Joe Radio Manager speaking. I apologize for the slow running of the service. Uh, is this due to a, a segment problem in this area? Assuming post one projection, we'll be making our normal speed towards London. Once again, I apologize for the slight delay in this area. This is due to a signaling problem. Oh, signaling problems. Oh, amazing things. So, um, yeah, well, uh, another famous goal 1-0 against Club Bruges, Dalglish. Now we were trying to remember who did the through pass when it was to Dalglish. I think it's Sunes. Seems to think it's Sunes. Yeah. And then he uh, scored running towards the, the advertising hoardings with his arms frailing above his head. Over the athletic the dog track. Oh, yeah. That Wembley used to have and all that. Fantastic. Iconic scenes. Uh, Liverpool finished second in the league that season, seven points behind Forrest, who of course went on to win the European Cup the following year. Yeah. Now, um, music, music-wise, <laughs> one of the greatest songs ever. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Really? Like Bee Gees. One of the greatest songs. Oh, ever. Come on, if you're at a party at the Legion in the and that song comes on, and you've had six pints. No. You are up. No, I'm not. You can. Your feet. Dexy's Midnight Runners, maybe, but not the Bee Gees. Oh, nice. Or the Water Boys. No. no, that wouldn't get me off the seat. Hey, me, turn the moony. <laughs> no one knows the words. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. Um, no, I wouldn't get up for that one. I think that was about six weeks at number one as well. On, I think we're on a different page with that one. Uh, TV, come on. Uh, right, TV in 1978. Going straight. Spin now you off. remember this because you had the um, I had the box, the box set because I lent it off. Yeah, the spin-off of Porridge. Uh, it only had one series, even though it was successful, very successful. They didn't do a second series because the death of uh, Richard Beckinsale. Oh, he died. Yeah. Um, wasn't that Lenny Godda? Why did he die? It wasn't drugs, was it? Just stop breathing. Wasn't it a heart attack? I don't know. I don't think it, I can't remember. Don't know. But I didn't realise either. His daughters are two famous actresses. Yeah. Kate yeah. Beckinsale, yeah. who's like a Hollywood actress. And I can't remember the name of the other one. But I don't think she's a Hollywood actress, but she's an actress. He's right. Uh, mate, Grange Hill started as well. BBC One's 31 seasons. Phil Redmond's very successful um, school programme. Spawned a lot of um, famous actors. <laughs> Most of them ended up on EastEnders, didn't it, to be fair? Yeah. Or singers. Yeah. We've got Ziggy, 
you still in West Derby Village, you still see him. Yes, he still got all his spots, his acne. Um, he was always very white, he always looked like his head was about to pop. Yeah, he used to hang around when he was a gonch. Gonch, God. The ginger one, he was see, always I making a fast book. I started watching when it was um, Tucker. Tucker <coughs> and Andrew. Fat ones and Benny and Roland and Roland. Oh, Roland, Roland. With Michelle Gale. It was a single one. She, yeah. Ding 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 Big sausage in the face. Um, also, after greens here, what have I got? It armchair thriller. Did you swatch that? No. It's like um, a sort of Twilight Zone sort of thing. They do all that difference. It was on twice a week on BBC Two, I think it was. When it was ITV, it was twice a week, and um, I just remember the opening credits. Used to fucking shit me up. It was just an armchair. Cameras focused on an armchair. And it was dark all around. The spotlight on it, and then the shadow would just come, and the shadow of the man would sit on the seat. Oh. Sounds weird, but it used to freak me out. And it was like every week had a different story. And it was like a thriller or a... And you were nearly 20 in about 17. Mm, not bad. It was like, it was horror, but it wasn't horror. It wasn't scary enough to be classed as a horror, but it was scary, scary themes. Um, and... <laughs> three, two, one, Ted Rogers and Dusty Bin as Craig's waving his hand in the air. Can you I do one else's. I bet everyone listens to this now is waving their hands in yeah, the air yeah. trying to do three, two, one. Tying the fingers in knots. And if you get it the wrong way around, you have to give him the V's, don't you? Yeah. Or the, or that. Or the middle finger. Did you? That must have been the hardest quiz ever on telly. I can't remember the concept. It was. Do you remember Dusty Bear? Do you used to get cryptic clues to contestants? And there was either a star prize, which was normally a, t- a car a or a holiday. <laughs> no, bullseye. Or the booby prize was you won a brand new metal bin. So. The clue could be something like. You're right. The clue could be um, this metal thing on four wheels will, you know, it would it, it, be heavily hinting towards it being a car. And they go, well, yeah, we're going to keep this one because you kept the best one they thought was the star prize until the end. And if they were left with that last one, that was the prize they won. And then Ted Rogers would open the envelope at the end and said, you've won. Oh. You've won the bin because dusty bins on wheels. Oh. And it was always you just never ever got the clues. It was just so hard. Like me right now. Um, it went ten series, and it was continually. Even its last episode was, I think I read it was like the twenty third of December. It was getting twenty twelve point five million viewers, which was immense. Even now. Or what I read was Ted Rogers said that the hierarchy of ITV or BBC, whatever it was on, um, changed and they decided they didn't want any more, so they just closed it down, even though it was so successful. I, 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 that's a nan show that I remember it in my nans, but I don't, I can't remember, like you've just described the opening of the envelope and all that, I can't remember the concept of the game. I think those, there was always. Like a cabaret, it's like a cabaret show as well. Things people come on and they do a little act, and then they'd come to speak to Ted and the contestants and give them read out oh, the clue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was only Bernie Cribbins was on it, and all people. Like, not Bernie Cribbins. Is he the one Bernie with the ostrich? Clifford, Clifford one with yeah. the ostrich. Yeah. They, he'd always on it, be on it. There's always been like people like that. 
So they do a little show and then they come over to him and say, right, here's the clue, and read it to them. Oh. And it was always very heavily pointed towards something else, but it was something bizarre. Oh. So then they kept the one they wanted till the end. I see, I see. It was a brilliant programme. But well, why hasn't it ever come back? Well, Just rename it. One, two, three. Or Dougie Bin. Or I'm a Bin. Or I so like bins. Uh, that was the highlights for the telly on 78. Well, we've, we're just bombing through Wofford now. So, we'll continue this episode on the way back. Yeah, if we're, if we're uh, coherent. So, you'll notice a dip in quality, or maybe an improvement in quality. Well, in case I forget to tell you on the next one then, this next one, the 1981 final, um, the quarter final against CSKA Mof- Moscow. I'll start that again. The Mos- this one, against, it's not even Moscow. CSKA Sofia. Sofia. Was my very first game at Anfield. No way. History in the making. My very first game. With, with can you remember Anfield. going to see that? I can. I can remember vividly. Because Sunis was my second favourite player behind Dalvis, and Sunis got a hat trick. Sunis was my second favourite player behind Stevie G, and I didn't even know he'd been born yet. Yeah, Stevie G's a god. So on that note, I think I'm going to try for the poo. <laughs> oh. Shitty ass! Here, shitty, shitty! Here we are, back. <laughs> it's, um about 10 days later <laughs> it took us this long to get over it oh some viral vortex of time and space um we had an absolutely cracking day out with the boys some knobhead put us on gin and tonics and it became a blur so we slept all the way home <laughs> and woke up a crew i think with hangovers yeah gin i'm and not a tonic. gin drinker for a reason i just yeah. can't handle gin it's a knobhead's drink Anyone who drinks gin, Lord Luke, is either a n- 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 no, I'm not saying it. <laughs> Don't say it. I said it all day. Right, 1981 final. Come ahead, lad. 1981 versus Real Madrid on the 27th of May, 1981, at the Parc de Prince, Paris. We're in oh. my back garden, by the way, <laughs> on our Grace's trampoline. Too grown, Ben. Playing on a trampoline. Boy. Uh, yeah, Bob Paisley, manager. Bushy and Clean, Bob Paisley. Um, so the quarter final, we're going to carry on doing this route, doing the quarters and the semis as well. Quarter final, first leg against CSK Sofia. As I mentioned in the previous half, first half, uh, this was my very first game to a Liverpool. Uh, not a bad one to go to. 5 1, Liverpool won. Sooner's got a hat trick. Oh, Sammy Lee and McDermott. Sammy Lee. I loved Sammy Lee before he come little. <laughs> little Sammy Lee. Little fat Sammy Lee. Uh, yes, that was my very first game, so I have fond memories of that. And, I, and what, what I, did you send me the other day? Uh, I went up in my loft, I was looking for something in my loft the other day, and I came across the programme, found a programme while I was rooting through. How cool is that? How much was it? 40p or something? 30 pence. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How the times have changed. So, yeah, the first leg at Anfield was 5-1. Second leg away, 1-0. David Johnson scored. Boom. They could have just put that one to bed, couldn't they? They could have just said, 5-1, yeah, we'll put the reserves out, but they never, they went over there. So they won Maranagra 6-1. Boom. Semi-finals versus Bayern Munich. Ooh, big one. Now the home game, a little bit of a ball draw. 
Nil-nil. Ooh, controversial. Going away from home to get a win. Yeah, second leg. Again, a draw. Oh, Rumenegger. Well, Ray oh, Kennedy scored first in the 83rd minutes. Rumenegger scored in the 88th. Oh, you changed. Just to say it again. Um, Liverpool obviously won on the way goal rule. Oh, that was an hard fourth semi final, mm. that then. And then we come to the final, Real Madrid. Um, you must know the score it is. The 82nd minute, Mr. Alan Kennedy. Yeah. With his op skip and a jump. Yeah. Cracking little goal. Cracking little goal. Cracking little celebration. <sighs> uh, what have I written here? So, Liverpool won the third European Cup. They won the League Cup and the Charity Shield versus West Ham. But could only finish fifth in the league. That is low, that, for Liverpool. Fifth in the league behind Aston Villa, Ipswich, Arsenal and West Bromwich Albion. Bloody hell. Strange little uh, that must have been league table, that. Our lowest position in the 80s. So we beat West Ham in the Charity Shield and the League Cup. Won the European Cup. But only finished fifth in the league. Music-wise. Go ahead. I've, this is already in the playlist. I can't remember, though. Uh, Mr. Adam and the Ants. Oh. And Andy Lipper. Uh, 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 yeah. I remember my sister was dead badly into Adam and the Ants. And she had a record player in her little, little room. She was in a three-bedroom house and she had the little box room. And I always broke into her, not broke into, but went into her bedroom when she wasn't Playing there. On your face. And while I was doing that, I played the Adam and the Ants album on her record player. The album? <laughs> yeah, she had the um, I'd love to come. listen to that album. Dirk Wears White Socks come popped into me for some reason. Oh, might yeah, but what was the album called? Dirk Wears White That might be a Dirk was the neighbour. Might <laughs> be a single. Oh, it was an album. Oh, Dirk but then he Wears White Socks. Prince Charming was his famous one. Dirk Wears White Socks. Uh, TV. Right. <laughs> Blue Peter. Obviously oh. a massive kids programme. Yeah. Now, in 1881, they brought on this little disabled guy. Little Timmy. Little Timmy from Orlando. Um, they featured him in there as someone who's achieved so much in spite of his disabilities, because I think he was an author and he did something else. But because he was, I think, a cerebral palsy. Um, but it sort of backfired, because straight after that, the following day, it was widespread throughout the UK that he was used as a derogatory term around the playgrounds. If someone was a bit, uh, a bit dumb or they did something wrong, he's going, Joey Deacon. I remember that. And I don't remember watching the episode. I don't remember the poor unfortunate Joey Deacon, but I remember the catchphrase. Yeah. It, it was Which widespread through the UK. I thought it was just like round here, but when I read it on the Google and all that, I was saying no, it was a UK wide thing. He was derog- he was ridiculed. I thought he was in the Queen song, but no. So yeah, you got anything to add on to nineteen eighty one? No. Okay. Um, I wasn't. No, well, I wasn't into footy in any way, shape, or form in eighty one. No, I, I've, I'm famous for this little. You know, well, I'm not famous, but. I wasn't. But the next one... Yeah, yeah. 84. 84. Um, what I will say is my Auntie Penny was moving into Piri Road in Norris Green in Liverpool on the night of the cup final. Oh. And we 
it was obviously just after the League Cup final had happened earlier mm. that year. Liverpool, Everton, Merseyside, Merseyside. So um, I was just that that pricked me attention, and we listened to this European Cup final. Yeah. On the radio because her telly wasn't set up and all that because we were moving into the house with her. We were helping her move in. So carry on. 1984, 30th of May, versus the final was versus Roma. So we've all been moaning about the 1st of June for this final yeah. being ridiculous, but the 30th, 30th of, of May, May yeah. there you go. Uh, 69,693 turned up to that final at the Stadio Olimpico in a room, in their own backyard. Have you done the quarters and all that palaver? Quarter final. Now, this season is um, immortalised in a book called, I don't know what it is, but I love it. Yeah. I, th- oh, I don't want to do a disservice to who the author is. I think it's Tony Evans, but I might be totally wrong. Mm. But I think it is Tony. Um, Cracking book, one of the best books I've ever read. Sooness, Sooness got us over the line. We did the treble that year um, with a not a good Liverpool team when you think about the other ones. But we did the treble. Didn't we? Yeah. So carry on, carry on, sorry. I've said too much. I've gone too far. Uh, obviously, Joe Fagan was the manager. Joe Fagan took That's over the reins. living, all right. <laughs> I like it. Quarter final was uh, the first leg 1 0 against Benfica. Mr. Ian Rush in the 67th oh, minute. Gosh, lad. Uh, so that looked a little bit of a tight affair. In the second leg, we did him 4 1. At Benfica. At Benfica. Mm. Um, Mr. Ronnie Whelan scored oh, first. Ronnie Whelan. And then Nene. Who? Nene. Who? Nene. Warhammer. <laughs> Warhammer. Nene. Scored oh. in the 13th minute. Warhammer. But then we stepped on the gas. And Johnson, Rush, and Whelan scored his second to make it 4 1. 5 1 on aggregate. Boom. Semi final was then against Dynamo Bucharest. Now, is this where Sooness um, chins someone Ooh. and breaks his jaw or something? I know the story. I don't know whether it was this game. I think it is, you know. And then he goes into their back. It was the first leg at Anfield. First at Anfield. We beat some 1-0, little Sammy Lee. Little Sammy Lee got what the goal. And then we go over there and the crowd are baying for his blood because of what he's done. I'm sure it was their captain he chinned. Oh, yeah. no, I, don't, I, mean, I know the story, I don't know whether it was this game. Uh, anyway, we went to their place and we beat them 2 1. Rush got another two. Rushy To make it 3 1 in aggregate. And then, of course, the final, if you remember, finished 1 1. Yeah. Uh, Phil Neal scored for us and Prusso, Prusso in the 42nd minute for them. Now, when we're coming out. We come out, well, first of all, we go out, we're going into the lines then, because this is Roma's home stadium. Yeah. We're going into, the, the players are walking out, and Sooness walked the players right round, not not across the pitch, yeah, to that's the, right, yeah. right round the outside, yeah. and basically stared down the entire stadium, because yeah. that is how hard he was. Yeah, you know, we're not scared. And then coming out, the Roma players stay in the, the, the uh, dressing room, and the Liverpool players are all banging on the doors, singing. I don't, don't know, know what, what it is, but I like, like it. And basically, done them. Frightened the life out of them. And Liverpool fans got stabbed in the arse then. 
Well, we yeah, we won on some penalties, four two on penalties. Sooness's last kick of the of, in the Liverpool shirt, basically. Uh, I've took the the only you know, the only person to miss the penalty was oh, Steve Nichol. Correct. Ding 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 ding. Um, right, what have I got here? So Liverpool won the championship. Uh, with eighty points, three points clear of Southampton. Um, they won the League Cup with the Milk Cup against Everton. And then, America. of course, the European Cup. Yeah. Soon as treble winning season. Yeah. Uh, Music wise, the reflex. Duran Duran. Simon Le Bon. Do you know how Duran Duran got their name? Um, by wanking into a cup. And it made that funny noise. <laughs> <laughs> no. Duran, Duran. Just dripped out. <laughs> no, don't you remember the. Oh, what's her name? Just write it down. Jane Fonda, that film, Barbarella. Mm. Oh, no. No, you never seen it? No. Put it on your playlist, lad. Barbarella, Jane Fonda. <laughs> she got in orcs. That was, yeah, that's a fantastic film. Oh. Anyway, there was a... Did she just was a scientist? I think there was a scientist in it called Durand Durand. And they, they, I don't know whether it's bullshit, but he said that that's, what, that's who they named their group after. Oh. Durand, Durand. So go ahead, Dad. Telly. We are telly shit. Here we, we are go. telly shit. Love it. Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Mr. Jim Henson's Fraggle Rock. Oh, was that 84? Yeah, five series. I remember watching that in my nan and granddad's. I'm going to say a Sunday afternoon. Oh, I don't know what day it was on. But I can remember going into the loft, playing on my granddad's train set, because he had a full train set in the loft. Yeah. And then coming down for Fraggle Rock. I remember oh, that. You saw Fraggle Rock. Um, spitting Image. Spitting Image oh. started in 1984. Spitting Image, I mean... Satir- Pete, yeah. Satirical puppets. And it was Peter Fluck and Roger Law. I always wondered, was that their real names? Or is it like a play on Fuck the Law or something like that? You know what I mean? Probably is, yeah. Now you've said it like that. Peter Fluck and Roger Law. But what a show. And that was on for 18 series. Was it? Yeah. 18 years. Again, um, I've got the, or I had, the, when I had singles before I sold them all, Santa Claus is on the Dole. Yeah. Uh, the Chicken Song. Classic, we've sung that before. Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead, crack on. Let's see if we can get this episode out tonight. Tonight okay. on this trampoline. Goodbye, 1984. Let's go into a new millennium. Bit of a wait now until 2005. What a night. Final versus Milan, obviously, the 25th of May. In front of 75,000 fans at the Ataturk Olympic Stadium in Istanbul. Mr Benitez. Oh, I love that man. Uh, quarterfinals. Fuck off, Colin. Uh, Juventus for the quarterfinals. Beat them 2-1 at home. Yes. Hippian and Garcia. I will tell you, um, I was a trainee train driver in 85. Yeah. Uh, I'd, our eve was one. I was working away from home, training to be a train driver. And for the Juventus game, we were staying in Derby, um, doing slow speed moves at Central Rivers, handling and walking around sets. And we... <laughs> bit of shit. And um, we watched... Uh, I think it was one of them nil nil away from home, chored in nil nil. Yeah, we watched that in an ale house. So 
that's putting it into some context for yeah, boys yeah, and yeah. girls. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah, so Liverpool at Anfield was 2 1. Uh, Hippier and Garcia and then Canavero. Hippier. Second leg, as you say, was a 0 0. Yeah, obviously and, and that wasn't a scrappy nil-nil. That was a masterclass in football. That. He was a bit of a tactician, Benitez, wasn't yeah. he? Um, semi-finals, oh. poor Chelsea. Yeah, again. Nil-nil at their place. We were doing nights at long sight in Manchester, doing slow speed moves up and down on the shed and stuff. Four weeks and nights we were doing that. And in that time, we played Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nil-nil uh, at uh, Stamford Bridge and Masterclass. then at Anfield, the Garcia goal was it a goal? Wasn't it a goal? Who gives a fuck? We've got a trophy that says it was a goal. Uh, then of course the final. Oh well, the final. Where were you? Where were you? I, just, I was just watching it in the house. I was here. I should have been in crew at that point, um, working away again. But I snuck home for the night to watch it with Kerry and what I remember she picked me up at Lime Street and we're driving out of Liverpool and it was a sea of red mm. walking into Liverpool people couldn't get taxis there was no buses or there was buses but they were full yeah. people were just walking into the city centre it was weird it was a surreal experience absolutely bonkers yeah fucking them fucking mad five six minutes unbelievable telly unbelievable emotions I mean, to be 3-0 down at half-time, I mean, you've all seen the telly, the um, documentaries where fans left, people were leaving, crying, and, uh, and then they're mad fucking six well, minutes. Well, I'm, I'm going to shout out, I texted um, all the lads who I was on the train, of course, with two of them in particular, Paul Braley and Stuart Meek, um, King Dickhead from Manchester Piccadilly. Um, they are Man United fans. Yeah. Against Juventus. They cheered Liverpool because they were English, and that burnt me head out. Yeah. Against Chelsea, they cheered Liverpool because we were Northern, right? And then, oh, the clock tolls. <laughs> and then in the final, they cheered Liverpool again and again. As Man United fans, I, that doesn't compute for me. No, not at um, all. So on this night, 3-0 down at half-time, I texted Stuart Meek, we're not this bad. This game isn't over. We are not this bad. Yeah. That, and I'll remember that text for all time. And this is the night where my famous dicky tummy <laughs> was born, basically, because yeah. I thought we would get destroyed. And as if by magic... We didn't. So, uh, yeah, we're 3-0 down, and then the 54th minute, that's fantastic header by Gerard. Still possibly, I'm not just saying it because of the occasion, because of who it is, but... Quite possibly the best headed goal I've ever seen, I think. It was just guided to just... Anyway, I'm not going to... Steve Nichol not... against Arsenal opening day of the season, 87-88, is a cracking header. That's what I mean. Maybe I'm putting more emphasis on it because of its but you put stature. It, yeah, you put it into the context. You know, yeah. Risa tries to put the cross in and it comes back to him yeah. and he puts the same Throws cross in again, again. Yeah. and Gerard leaps like a salmon. But it's just the twist of the neck and he just guided it into the far corner. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So and then you got the extra. I mean, everyone was saying Gerard man of the match. I debated it. I give it to Dudek. Dudek. I really would. If if not Dudek, then he was fucking Dudek. very close second behind. 
That's his double save against oh, Shevchenko. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still now, how? How? He, I mean, it was funny because like he did the save and then like stands up, and it's like he looks into the crowd and he's sort of like, yeah, yeah, that was me. That was me. Yeah, he did didn't just hit, he didn't just hit did it straight at me. <laughs> did you fucking but see what I just did then? If he ever pays for the pint in Liverpool ever again, oh uh, well, shooting. we've been to occasions. We've been to um, what are they called when you get back together? Um, we did it for the ten year anniversary, didn't the Echo. we? We went to the Echo Arena, and all, and all the players were on the you know talking yeah. about it on stage, and we all just sang at them. Yeah, that was fantastic. As you say, none of them will buy a drink in uh, Liverpool again. Especially Dimitri Traore. Traore. Yeah, so his double save was amazing. With for me that alone. And his wobbly legs. Yeah. All that psyching out. Smitje. You know, that was his last game for Liverpool. He scores a penalty with his last kick for Liverpool in a Liverpool shirt. He scores that goal. Well his goal in open play. When he went running towards the box he was that far out, I said, No, I was screaming, I was like, Don't shoot, no, don't shoot. Oh, fucking hell, it's gone in. The way he's running back, he nearly come out the telly. <laughs> he's that... Yeah. And then oh. the penalty where it, it it was saved and he ran in. Oh, yeah, and this. Barosh. Milan Barosh nearly snaps yeah. his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling him down to the ground. Yeah. Now he's no, in a little wheelchair. That was an amazing game. Um, music? Oh, go ahead. This is a stupid one, isn't it? Hold on, what have I got here? What have I got here? Oh, yeah, we finished fifth in the league that season. We were poor in the league that season. Yeah, Everton finished above us. Yeah, Chelsea, Arsenal, United and Everton. They had to make special dispensation to put the defending champions in the next season. Yeah, we were poor that season. Uh, we, qualif- we got through again. I th- I'm sure Benfica put us out that year, the next year, 2006. But Everton didn't even get out the qualifying stages. Nah. Yeah. But we are an Everton podcast. Yeah, we'll just take the piss out of Everton, that's where it's... Yeah, I think we're going to move on from this, trying to be politically correct about Everton. Yeah. We're just going to buzz off them. Yeah. That's what they're there for. That's yeah. what I go so to music. school for. Yeah. Music's a weird one. Oh, it's mad. It's going to stupid music now. Yeah. Akon, Lonely. 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 so lonely. Lonely. So we'll skip over that as quick as we can. Yeah. It's in the playlist, but... Mm. Uh, Telly-wise, we had our ninth Doctor Who. Oh, who was he? Christopher Eccleston. Oh, I loved him. Uh, you can't like him that much because uh, I think he lasted about two episodes. Did he? No, he didn't. Uh, Billy Piper. Eccleston. He must have been in it for longer than two episodes. Well, it was... A- it was the first one, first Doctor Who in 2005, yeah. after 1996. Was it? Stopped, stopped in 1996. Yeah, because they That's did right. the movie, didn't they? Just, sorry, Christopher Eccleston, yeah, yeah. 96. And then Paul McGann. Paul McGann was the one Paul who McGann was, McGann was, was in it for. He was in it for two episodes, yeah. Yeah, Chris Eccleston was in it for two and a half months. And then the David Tennant, who's personally one of my favourite Doctor Who's. He was in there for four and a half years. David Tennant. Hello, youngest Craig Lucas' daughter. Hi, Grace. Slime. Oh. She's a slime fiend. She makes slime. Uh, right, 2005 TV. We've also got Deal or No Deal started with Mr Noel Edmonds. Oh, have you done it yet on Alexa? Do, yeah. It's crap. It is crap. Halfway through it, you've got to pay for it. Gobshite. No. What did I get? I think you got three games free. Yeah, but halfway through it, it says, do you want to carry on? Pay for it. I was like that. No. 
You don't get a full round. I don't think we got to have three or four. And there's only 12 boxes to pick yeah. from. No, Edmonds, shame on you. Anyway, that was and on. And your devilishly good-looking beard. That was on for 11 years, and I did like it. I was surprised when it ended, because it, it was still quite popular when it ended. What are they laughing at? Probably my bum sticking out my pants. <laughs> You've all seen a bum crack. Hey. Oh, I need a it's pill. hard to lie on a trampoline with two fully grown men uh, and not and not kiss. Not show something. <laughs> not kiss. Well, we are rolling together. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, eleven years. Channel Four. Uh, it ended in two thousand and sixteen. So that's the TV for two thousand and five. Okay. Now, it's still fresh in the memory. Twenty nineteen <laughs> Champions League. Go um, ahead. I watched it in Paddy, Gay Paddy. You watched it in Gay Paddy. I was driving a train to Hollyhead, so misty. I was uh, I was on a romantic weekend with the missus for our twentieth wedding anniversary. Kissy, yeah. kissy, mwah, mwah, mwah. Watched it in the air, uh, the hotel by the Arc de Triomphe, no, with nah. the French commentary. The French commentators made it quite obviously that they didn't want Liverpool to win. They were cheering spares as they were going forward. Ha he ha he ha. So Ferme yeah. le bouche à Liverpool. Uh, so the quarter final against Porto. Beat him at home 2 0. Cater and Firmino. Cater coming to his own at the end of the season. And then we snot him away from home as well. 4 1. That's what we do. Mane, Salah, Firmino, and Van Dyke. Uh, second. Second? Um, Semi final. Barcelona. Oh. oh, it's all over. Got now, I one. watched the first leg and I didn't watch the second leg. Yeah. And that's why I didn't try and get the day off for the final because um. I didn't watch the second leg. So as a lucky omen, I was quite happy to forego watching it to claim a victory. We only won because you were working. Yes, and my lucky gut. So, yeah, it was all over. We got beat 3-0. Now, Messi scores a stunning, stunning free kick. Yeah. Uh, a, way, a match, you know, was that his, was that his uh, big milestone goal or was that the second one? Remember, it was one of his big, was it his 600 goal or something mm, for Barcelona? Yeah, and he, like sat that. Da- he skidded and sat down in front yeah, of the fans yeah, yeah. like a knobhead. Well, Suarez with a bit of a twist in this game as well when he was trying to get all the players booked and sent off. And yeah, but would you want Suarez to be any? Would you want Suarez to do us a disservice, right, and not try against us? I didn't say not try against. Us. He was trying to do <coughs> dirty tricks. Yeah, but that's he did that for Liverpool. Nah, he was an asshole. He was an asshole for Liverpool. He used to bite everyone. His anyway, boss. it's all over. Fucking, let's just get this fucking second leg done because we're not going to come back from three 0 no. against Barcelona. We were even talking, weren't we, about putting a weakened team out because the Premier League, you know, now yeah. we can concentrate on the Premier League. Thank God Mr Klopp decided against oh, that. Oh, Klopp. Night, that man. Because second leg, for some reason, I've got written down here that Liverpool won 4 0. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Did we win Barcelona 4 0? Arizzi got sword in the seventh, then we had Wijnaldum in the 54th, and then basically straight away scored again, and then Arizzi in the 79th. 4-0. Good night, Barcelona. Go and sit down. Let's maybe see you next season, but this season, now, on, out of this little competition. On this, on this um, game alone, Trent Alexander-Arnold needs a new contract. Yeah. Because that, you know, the coaching and putting into play, what 
they'd noticed in the first game and in the first half that the Barcelona defenders weren't concentrating on corners. They turn off, yeah. They were switched off. They weren't concentrating, and he puts that ball in. Bang. Well, oh. I mean, both wingers, him and uh, Robertson, have been immense all season. I mean, if you've seen the clip that's come out of Messi punching Robertson in the head, yeah, because he's just been winding him up all the time, just yeah. couldn't get past him, beating him on everything. So Messi loses rag and punches him in the back of the head, and then the both of them put him fantastic crosses in all season. And then when he put the ball in that corner spot, went to walk away, Ooh. flip, Wijnaldum bang goal. Even the commentators, everyone in the crowd, people watching the telly, what just fucking happened there? Yeah. Are you what? Are you just like, have we scored? Yeah. I was expecting, well, I wasn't because I wasn't watching it, but when I watched it back, I was genuinely expecting an offside or something. Yeah, some sort of. Yeah, call. it was like he was stood there on his own. Going, Hold on, he's got to be offside, surely. And then the final. Now, people have said this is a shit final, but I think watching it back, Liverpool just played a masterclass. Liverpool let them come on to them. It was a poor game to watch considering the way we know Liverpool can play attacking football and Tottenham can play attacking football. So in that sense, yeah, it was a poor game. It was more, it was more a tactical game. But the, both teams looked very tired. They looked yeah. running on empty. They looked like they hadn't played properly for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely... But also... Liverpool were in control of everything in that game. They didn't look under threat. I mean, oh my God, that's what Son. I would love us to buy Son. Yeah, I think he's a brilliant player, and he was their main threat. And that the bit where he, he ran through and it looked like he'd got away, and yeah. then Van Dijk within four steps had got back and tackled he him. Just dropped a gear. Like, he just went down from fourth back down to third, and just closed them down. Yeah. And he went the entire season. Without getting past. Yeah, I don't think anybody. What a stat. Yeah. You know, and they're talking about him being the Ballon d'Or, and it's like, well, yeah, for me, give it to him. Um, Messi, they're talking about giving it to Messi just because he's Messi. Just because he's Messi, yeah. So, fuck you, Messi. I mean, if you look at what's been achieved this season, how can you not give it to Van Dijk? Even Holland against England, he was immense against them, wasn't he? Yeah. The Sterling got away from him, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't watch the game, but I've seen them. the highlight, yeah. So, the number one at the time of this final was uh, the weirdest matchup ever. Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. With I, I don't, don't care. care. And do you know what? I don't. I don't care. It's shit. Do you know what? I will say this, though. The first time I heard Ginger this song... Ginger people stink a piss. <laughs> I was driving to work. I was going through the, um, the Mersey Tunnel... And it came on. They said, a new release, Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber. And I went, really? Ed Sheeran, you've dropped your stance. Yeah. And I heard it and I went, no, it's shit. And I've heard it about 40 times now. And it is starting to grow me. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> I do find myself humming And it. UK telly. I haven't bothered writing it down. UK telly now, is dead. Now. It's dead. Yeah. Just turn Netflix on. Just turn Netflix on. Any streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I am watching Star Trek Discovery on Netflix I'm really into it I've never been a Trekkie Yeah Well I'm more of a Well I'm a Star Trek fan um, I don't like the word fan I don't think you should be a fan of TV shows You just watch You appreciate it. Yeah I'm a Star Wars person To a degree But Star Trek was us in the 90s With Generations Hmm so. I don't think I've ever watched any Any um, 
sort of series of Star Trek. The old ones, the old ones with the Captain Kirk. What's his name? Ah, oh, hey, ah. Oh. Ooh, with Derek, Derek, Derek William Shatner. Yeah, William Shatner. Watch that one. But the the generations afterwards I haven't seen. Yeah. But there's too much on the telly now. There's too much on Netflix. They're all piping you, your crack in your ass now. You never, you never have a chance to watch telly. You don't watch anything. There's too much. Because you're married to her. There's too much. She's got Best control of your remote. But does your big brothers? Yeah, everybody. Love Island. Love Island. Um, I'm a celebrity. All these Michelle loves. And I must admit, I'm one of these that goes, oh, not this crap again. And I'll watch an episode with her and I'll get hooked. No and I'll bed. hate myself for liking it. Oh, I need another poo. At the end of part one, I had a poo. At the end of part two, I'm having a poo. <sighs> Considering we were supposed to do this part two the same night and it's like, where are we now? Is it ten days later? Yeah. Something it's like now that. Saturday. Right. Imagine them two knocking seven bells of shite out of each other. So that's the end of this um, European special. Yeah. Just to honour the boys in red Just and say thank you and congratulations. Fuck you, Man City. No one give a fuck about your treble. Matt? Your, your fans. What number comes after five? Six. Six. Because <sighs> that's how many European Cups we've won. Six. Who wants... Who wants to shout? Um, blow the whistle, ref. Anyone? After three. One, two, three. <laughs> Nobeds. I'll do it. Go on then. Blow the whistle, ref! This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.